Hi guys, Esther Kesmer here and welcome to another one of my episodes. Thank you so much for listening, um, especially to my episode that was about change and hope because I got so much feedback about it, especially when I spoke to about the people that were actually inspiring me to move forward, the people that gave me hope. And I spoke about Barack Obama and how the most important day of his life and of my life was on the 20th of January when the first African-American became president of the USA. That was the most important and most powerful job in the world at that time. And it was the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen. I'd never thought I'd see something like that happen, especially when I had personally not believed it. I'd never believed that it would happen. And even when he was campaigning, I was thinking, come on, man, you know, you can't go up against these guys who have been in the game for such a long time and you're young and you're inexperienced. But he won. He really did. And he gave me a lot of hope. It was one of those times when things changed for me. It really did because it opened a part of me that made me believe in hope, you know. And I decided on that day, I decided... I want to be someone who gives others hope, you know, because if you believe that impossible is possible, it becomes probable, you know. So whatever you think is way beyond your reach, you start to believe, you know, you start to believe it's possible. And it's such an empowering thing to think about because then you start thinking about your dreams and how you can actually go out there and achieve them. So... Whatever losses you've had in the past, especially this past year, 2020 has been one of the most challenging years I've ever witnessed, you know, in my lifetime. I can't even tell you. But whatever losses you've had, whatever difficulties, you must overcome them and keep your head up because you're still here. You're still alive. That's a strong message, a really, really strong message. So I feel that hope fills us with energy. You know, it keeps us going when times are tough, you know, because with hope, you welcome challenges. You're thinking what's inside of me, the belief I have, the hope I have is stronger than anything that I'm facing externally. And it's one of those things that it changes you. It really does. So when you're handling difficulty, especially difficulty that normally comes after opportunity, because we were having a great life before March 2020, I can't even tell you. But you start to realize that you are having a great life after facing the difficulty. You're thinking, oh my gosh, it's like a relationship, you know. You, you're so happy, you, get into, you meet someone and then you get into a relationship and then it's so horrible and you're thinking, you know what, before this I was happy. But you don't realize that till you face a difficulty. And you know, that's how life is. Disappointments come. You know, it's a normal part of life. But I feel like with all the disappointments I've had in my in my life so far, I feel like I've gotten stronger. I feel like I have looked back and learned a lesson, you know, and learned things that I didn't know before, things that I was naive about. So I feel like I've gotten wiser. I feel like I've gotten better because I realized that especially externally, circumstances don't change. 
but you can. And it took me a long time to realize that. It took me a long time to actually look back and think, why is this happening to me, you know? Why are these circumstances happening? Especially in 2020, I was thinking, why is it that all this is happening? Why is it that innocent people are being struck down by this horrible, horrible virus and are dying? It's horrible, you know? So, so many kids were left without parents. It's it's a really, really bad thing. But I thought about it and said, yes, you can't change the circumstances. You can't change what's out there. But internally, you can change, you know? Internally, you can start to look after yourself even better. And that's why I said exercising every day. Because I started to get my health and put it at the forefront of my mind. I didn't do that before. Before, I used to say I'm too busy to exercise, you know? I, I, I just don't have the time. I'm, I'm a busy single mom. <laughs> the one everybody loves, you know? I'm a busy single mom. I have all these things to do. Those were just excuses. They really were. Now I find the time. I had to make the time. Because 2020 taught me something so important. Your health, if you don't have your health, you have nothing. And that's when I sat back and said, if I don't have my health, I have nothing. And yet I dismiss working out or eating well as, you know, something I'm too busy to do. It didn't make sense. I started reviewing everything. I was like, if my health is the most important thing, then I need to have it as the, a workout these days is more important than any meeting I can ever have with any client. Any meeting. I can't even tell you. I book that time off aggressively. And if somebody says, can I meet during that time? I'll say no. I'll say that's the most important meeting of the day. And it is true. Because without that meeting, without that workout that I've blocked off my calendar, I have nothing. You know, I'll have nothing to give to that client. I'll not be in the right headspace. You know, I won't have the right energy. I'll not have the right focus. So I thought about it and said, listen, I need to review my priorities as in right now. And this is at the forefront of everything that I do. So what did I do? The gyms were closed. <laughs> it was winter, you know. I went out there and started jogging, but I, I just couldn't do it every day because obviously, as I keep telling everyone, I'm a single mom, you know. I'm busy. So I got the Peloton. I got the person said riding it every every morning. Because I think if the gyms are closed, you know, and there's nothing happening, I might as well get this bike. And it's been the best thing I've ever done. I start off the day with so much energy, I can't even tell you, you know. So I have enough energy to take my son to school, to have jokes with him in the car. We go laughing, we go, you know, and then I'll go and talk to my clients and talk to everyone and I have this, all this energy and I'm so happy and I'm thinking why didn't I do this in the first place but it's because I had we hadn't faced that difficulty so without that I would never have learned it and that's why I don't believe in problems I just know those problems are lessons it's like a message that they're sending to you to say what are you going to learn from this it's so hor so horrible it's happened. You've survived. That's the most important thing. 
you're alive, you've survived, you've woken up this morning. So what are you going to do? Because you still stand a chance. So how do we keep climbing? You know, how do we keep climbing out of this pandemic? Out of this horrible, horrible situation? And that's when I realized that the greatest education you'll ever receive, it will come from, because we have strengths and we have weaknesses, you know? So, so many people, so many people will focus on things that they, they're very weak at. And then, I've done it before, you know, I've, I've, I've tried to, <laughs> I've, I've tried to, like, look into my, into my technology. It's not going to work. I am horrible at te- technology. I, I, I need somebody to, like, show me how to switch the laptop on. It's, it's, it's really bad. You know, and the thing is, because I know that it's not my strength, when something happens, I sort of get even a mind block. I'm thinking, oh, no, so what am I going to do? You know, my laptop is not working. You know, I, I, I don't know what to do next. So I even go into a panic. But I realized this. I realized something important. I was like, delegation is the key, you know. So I have my tasks that I need to do. And then I have tasks that I am going to do. My favorite task is teaching people. I love it. Sitting down, showing you how to, to, to use technology to do your numbers, I love because that technology is easy. Really, really easy. But when it comes to doing repairs, to, to even just organizing my house, you know, you need someone. You need someone who can show you that do you know what? If you move this vase into that corner, it will look beautiful. I'm not a designer. That, that is my hugest weakness. I'm a very basic person. If I went and, did, like, my place, you should see it's very plain. It's my friends. It's the people who come in and help me. They're the ones who actually reorganize my house. And when I see it, I say, oh, wow, that's so beautiful. You know, you put that carpet down there, it looks so nice. But I'm not that kind of person. So I know it. So I'll never even try to say, let me reorganize this place because I'm horrible at it. So what will I do? I'll give it to somebody else because that is my weakness. So it's so, so important in life. If you want to climb out of something like this, I feel you have to identify those areas you don't like doing or you know you're weak at and just give them somebody else to do. Pay them if you have to, but just move them, but make sure they're done, but have a D on them. Delegate. Push them over to somebody else you know can do them. And then get your strengths and do those. What are your strengths? Your strengths are something you do with a smile on your face. Your strengths are something you do without anybody having to pay you because you don't even want anyone to pay you. You just, you just love doing it. Your strengths are something you do and you keep talking about it the whole day to everyone. Those who want to listen and those who don't want to listen. You don't care. You're just telling them how amazing it felt to do something like that. And we all have strengths. We all have things that we do that we just love to do. Then, my friends, then and only then do we take risks in our areas of strength. So for me, that's how I feel I can climb out of this. That's how I feel I can grow. Because if I identify my strengths, which is 
I just love talking to people. I just love somebody who comes to me and says, oh my gosh, Esther, how do I get organized? How do I sort my paperwork out? I love it. I can stay there the whole day, the whole day, just talking to you about it, showing you how to do it, showing you all this amazing stuff. And you're like, oh, wow, I couldn't, I can't believe it works like this. I will not stop, you know. When I have a Zoom call with, with, with people, sometimes they say, Esther, that's enough. I get it. I get it. Because I just love it. So I will take risks in those areas. And that's why I have webinars on every week because I'm just so happy. I wish I could have webinar, three webinars a week. I would love that. But I, <laughs> I also have other things to do. But if I could, I would because I love that area. I just love talking to people. I just love showing them and seeing how their faces change when they feel like, actually, this is simple. Why didn't I do this before? You know, And then I help them and then they change their businesses around and they get organized and they call me and they say, Esther, now I can do everything myself. I can do my VAT return. I can do everything, you know. If you're in America, this technology is there, you know, because I love America. In America, there's QuickBooks, there's Zero now, and Zero is one of my favorite softwares. So when you identify your area of strength, that's the area you take risks and the greatest education you ever receive in your life will come from taking risks in your area of strength so if you lack ability in an area taking risks there will only lead to frustration and failure other people say oh i tried that and it didn't work but why why were you trying something in marketing when you know you're not good at it you know, and it, it it's taken all your money. You Like, I've met people who have said, oh, I did Google AdWords. I'm thinking, what are you even doing doing Google AdWords? You're a lawyer, you know. You have nothing to do with market. Do you even like it? Oh, no, I don't like it, but I just wanted to double. You can't double with Google AdWords. It will eat you alive. And they spend loads of money, lose the money, lose interest, move on, call themselves a failure. You're not a failure. You just did it in an area you're not even interested in. And things like that are what knock you back and knock you back. And then you start to feel like a failure, but you're not. Try it in your area that you love and see how it will work. Because it will lead to you learning and it will lead to your success. I, I can't even tell you. Because whenever you will try it and maybe it doesn't work, you learn and keep going. Just because of the the juice you wake up with feeling, you know, and you'll tell everybody about it. And once you're talking about it, you get even more ideas. At least that's how I am. You know, I have a feeling people even avoid me <laughs> because whenever you speak to me, I'll be telling, especially if I know you have a business. Oh my gosh, I'll not, I'll not stop talking. I really won't. And I believe like from my heart, I believe that Everybody was put on this earth to do something. Everyone. Everyone has a purpose, you know. A purpose of why they're on this earth. Question is, what is it? And I believe that if, if, some, if you're put on this earth for something, it's, it's not easy to achieve. No one is going to knock on your door one day and say, there you go, you know. You're put on this earth to... to to change the world in this and this way. Maybe it's environmental. Maybe it's, I don't know. 
and they hand it to you and say, there you go. You're now, you know, you're now an environmentalist who everybody knows about. No, it comes from hard work. So that hard work I call my Mount Everest. Everyone has one. Everyone has that hill they have to climb, you know. And win or lose, you have to make sure you try and get to the top. You really have to. Because if you don't, I can guarantee you, you'll regret it. Because deep down, you know what you need to do. Deep down, you know that this is my thing. I really love it. Question is, why don't you just do it? Fear, you know. But the thing is, when you get older, trust me, you'll always regret the things that you never tried. I don't think you'll regret the things you tried and didn't work out. Because at least you'll know you, you, you tried. But the things that you never even bothered to do or the things that you didn't do because you were scared or the things that you, you didn't do because you were afraid people would judge you, I believe those are the things that you'll regret the most. Because whether you, whether you succeed in it or not does not matter. At least for me, it doesn't. If I feel strongly about something, I'll just go out there and do it. There are so many things that are even in the pipeline. Because believe it or not, you can't do everything that you want to do. It's impossible. you know, Because all of us have 24 hours in a day. And if you're doing so many things at the same time, then it's, it's impossible to achieve everything. But... That's why it's so important to focus on the parts you're strong at. Because when you achieve those ones, it's like you've achieved everything. You don't even care about the other things that maybe you've delegated to someone or things you've chosen to procrastinate on. You know, there's so many things you can choose to procrastinate on because they're not important. They're not urgent. They're just things that you need to do. For example, clean your room, you know, or clean your office. Those are not things that you do as a matter of urgency, unless there's a client coming. But you do them, you know, on a Friday afternoon when you've done everything. Then you're thinking, okay, now let's clear up, you know. Let's do the paperwork. Let's do this. Let's do that. So there are things you can choose to procrastinate on. But then there are things that are at the forefront of your mind. So I believe successful people, they'll procrastinate on things that they feel don't bring in huge results, you know? And then people who fail to succeed, they procrastinate on those things that bring in the huge results, on those things they have to focus on in the day. And then those are the things they'll procrastinate on. And it's, it's, it's always fear. It's always fear. So what are we saying here? I believe that every step of the way, that we go in life there is something to learn because ladies and gentlemen you're enrolled in a full-time formal school and it's called life that's the school the you're always learning i don't care how old you are i don't care how young you are i don't care how big you are i don't care how small you are i don't care how insecure you are i don't care about anything you're always learning you really are. And in, in this school called life, there are no mistakes. There are always lessons to learn. 
And that's why it's important to focus on your strengths because there's nothing as good as learning in your area of strength. It, it just makes you stronger than you ever believe. So try and error, that's where you grow. That really is where you grow. So people say, ah, no, Esther, yeah, you okay, it's all, it's all well and good you saying that, oh, you learned a lesson, you learned a lesson, but you don't know me, you don't know my problems, you know. I've been there, I've, 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 I've had so many, I've been through a nasty divorce, I've been through this and that, I've lost everything, you know. I've lost this, I've lost that, you know. Or even I lost my partner last year. You don't know that pain. But lessons, lessons will come to you presented in all kinds of ways. All kinds of ways. And when you fail to learn that lesson, because sometimes you can have your blinders on and you completely fail to learn that lesson, you get stuck, you know, and you can't move forward because you need to move forward to the next one. <laughs> There's always something happening. But when you learn, you think, oh, okay, so this has happened, so I'm not going to do it that way. So then you learn, and then you move on to the next one. But if you fail to learn and going to deny you and going to being defensive and going into not opening yourself up and accepting the loss or accepting whatever is going on, you'll never learn. And when you don't learn, you'll get stuck there and you'll keep telling everybody about that problem and you'll cling on to it. And that's, that's the thing with life, you know. That's the thing with life. That's the thing I was thinking about. That's why I decided to, to do this episode because I was, just, I was just thinking about that. I was thinking, you know, what's that thing that will get us out of all this, you know? What is it? And then I say... If you're still alive, it means you still have opportunities ahead of you to learn. You just have to be willing to tackle them. Because you have all the tools and resources you need. The choice is yours, you know. Because you'll find people along the way. When you're trying to get something, you'll find people along the way. They're trying to give you help. They're trying to give you advice. But you have to take the test, you know. You really have to take the test so that you can see what happens. You can learn from it. And you keep asking yourself, what did I learn? That's the most important thing. What did I learn? You know? And if you can answer that question, you will go far. And if you can answer that question, you'll really enjoy the journey because you get used to it, you know? You start to see problems differently. You start to see challenges differently. And you're thinking, what's the message here? Oh, yeah, now I know, you know. Like for me now, I feel like we went through a horrible thing. Horrible, horrible. My, my friends got ill from the virus. It was horrible, you know. Some of my friends still suffer from it. You know, these are life-changing things that are happening. So when you get that lesson in, and you feel like you've changed for the better. It's not that you thank God for that lesson. But you appreciate it. You appreciate what has happened and say, okay, I have moved on from this. And this is what I've learned from it. So that's, that's, that's how I look at it, you know. 
That's how I look at it. It, it. it teaches you appreciation. It teaches you gratitude. It teaches you grace. Because everybody within us, we have grace. So it comes out in different ways. And I feel like this past year, this past year has made me completely change my thinking. I can't even tell you. It's made me appreciate the smallest things. The smallest. I ring somebody I've not heard from in months. And when they pick up the phone and say hello, I'm so grateful. You have no idea. I'm like, oh, how are you doing? You know, because I'm so appreciative that they're still alive and well. I'm so appreciative that they're healthy. So that's what last year has, has, has really taught me. The question is, what has it taught you? I'd love to hear that. You know, hit me up on Facebook, on social media, on Instagram. I'm on there. Just let me know what you think. Let me know how, if there are any changes I've experienced and how you're pulling out of them, what your plans are. I'd really love to hear that, you know. But for now, I have to go and I will be looking forward to speaking to you soon.